What up everybody and welcome to the 52 Scott Podcast You're tuned in to our Black Friday episode I'm your host Freddie G Joined by K-Money Slash And Comedian96 Collectively we are the mind of men Follow us on Twitter at 52 Scott Podcast On Instagram and Facebook The 52 Scott Podcast And for all my YouTubers Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button And welcome to another episode of Black Friday. The title of today's show speaks volumes. Cutthroat black folk. I'm going to say that again. Cutthroat black folk. Now in past episodes we've discussed white America and the role they play in stunting the growth of black America. We've also discussed how some less fortunate blacks view successful blacks. Not to mention, we've discussed crime in the black community, drugs in the black community, and how it contributes to the destruction of the black community. But there is one thing that I don't think we really think about. And believe it or not, I think it's part of the problem When it comes to us getting ahead as a people. And that is when black people mess over other black people for personal gain or just out of spite. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about robbing or stealing or committing something out of spite or committing a spiteful act toward a stranger. I'm talking about messing over friends, families or a business partner, or whomever you trusted to do right by you, mm-hmm. but they messed over you in some way, shape, or form. So, with that being said, fellas, do y'all know anybody that experienced, that had a cutthroat experience with someone, or if you had one yourself, where black person, you expected to do right by you, and they messed over you for personal gain or or just out of spite? Uh, this is Comedian 96. I've had the one that comes to mind that I can remember. This is when I very first got out of the military. And when I got out, it was kind of a little difficult to find a job. Okay, and don't say that person's name. I'm not. Oh, oh, oh. It was kind of difficult to find a job when I first got out. So I'll never forget, it was me, me and a really good friend of mine. We were at the store, and we ran into a buddy. I won't say his name. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, we see him doing good, man. He had a nice truck. I can't say what kind because we'll know. You'll know. <laughs> nice truck, everything. Yeah, man, I got this job over here. At, um, I got this job over here, man. I'm watching. You know, I do this. And I, 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 I this this is what we do. This is where you go, blah, blah, blah. He tell us about the job, man. It's a great career, man. I ain't going to never leave this job. So I'm like, oh, are they hiring? Yeah, man, they hiring, man. Oh, I, um, where can I? Where can I go online? Or where can they went online because it was a long time ago? Where can I go to apply? Cricket, cricket, cricket. Oh, uh, hey man, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. Hey man, uh, hey, where can I go to apply? As you're walking out the store, <laughs> where can I go to apply? No response. You just told me all the great things about your job, but when it comes to applying, you can't hear me. I think that was the dirt. I, that was kind of one of the dirtiest things because I really was looking for a job, right? That was to me is just that's to me that's like it's a crabs in the bucket effect. It's like you don't want me to come up either. 
You, you, you want me to stay down. So that was a personal friend that that you thought would do right by you yes. and, and hooking you up? Yeah, try to tell me, go to apply. Just to, I ain't say put in a word for me. Let me just go apply. He can, you can't even tell me where to go fill out the application. Do you view that as cutthroat K-Money? Um, I'm... Uh, Shady. Yeah, I was shady is the word that comes to mind when I think of that. <clears throat> However, I, I think um, we did. We see a lot of black folks do a lot of cutthroat things when it comes to uh, when people pass away, you know. And it's time to um, mm. spread the um, the estate around, or you know, whatever's left. You know, you see you see a lot of true colors from your family around that time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I haven't experienced this myself. But, you know, I've seen it, and, and it's a shame, you know. That, you are not lying. Yeah, you, you'll really see, you know, how evil money can make one. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've talked about that as well in regards to black folk and, and the things that it'll make you do. That's another one that was personally happened to me, Freddie G. Uh, this was fairly recent. A uh, family member passed. And I I have this thing. Passing death money, I don't take it. I don't take a penny. I don't care my relatives has a billion dollars i will not take death money insurance i don't do it i'll take it and give it to your kids whatever i just i I just that kind of money i don't want it but i saw the fights between the other because he he's this family member was had like two sides to the family and that was the whole talk doing the whole this man in the whole casket you you talking about who getting this and this money and this you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. We at a funeral. We talk about that later. So, yeah, that that has some cutthroat stuff to be talking about that at a funeral. It really is bad. Let me ask y'all, what effect on the person that experience being cutthroated on, if that makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What effect do you think that that have on that person moving forward? And it, with their life. It'll make you say, you know what? That's a lesson learned. And that won't happen again. Now you pay more attention to a conversation that you get from, you know, this type of decision. Because I would think this would be business-wise, right? So you would already say, hey, I'm not doing business with this person again because you burned me once already. And I'm not going to deal with you like that because I don't want it to happen again. So I'll just stay away from it. Yeah. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Yeah. It's my fault at that point. Exactly. So so I'm done right then. You know, that's just business. And I think anybody that's going to be successful in any business is going to make you step your game up because it's going to happen to you. I think that's in life in general. Yeah. And and anything you do in life, you know, it's going to be something like that. Okay. So. So I think that I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that what that does to a person, it causes trust issues. Right. Most definitely. I think it also can cause missed opportunities. Let me let me elaborate with that. Mm-hmm. For the individual that got messed over, they're so they don't want to let their guards down anymore. Right. So that a business opportunity may come their way. But they may miss it because they're afraid to let their guards down because of what happened <clears throat> to them before, before. in the, in the uh-huh. past. So they may miss out on a blessing, so to mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that 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 falls along the line with with a failed uh, uh, business venture. Mm-hmm. So if you in business with somebody and that person messed over you, mm-hmm. 
Y'all could have had a lucrative business right. going on, but now it's defunct yeah. because this individual wanted to be a cutthroat individual. Mm. Yeah. And so, uh, and of course, loss of friendship. Right, right. Of you course. Know, always. Uh, yeah, that, that always so. happens. And, and, and I say that because I think about the early 90s. And in the early 90s, when rap was starting to boom, mm-hmm. you had these independent record labels. And these independent record labels were owned by black men small little companies Mm -hmm. but they figured out this music game and with this rap right and now fast forwarding to today those people are rich and those rappers that they used or that was signed to them that got them the money that they that they needed to to build their company a lot of those rappers are broke yeah. And they're broke because of the cutthroat <laughs> contracts yeah. that these labels put out there. Mm-hmm. That's another example of cutthroat black folk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, here it is. You're rich. Your <clears throat> kids are, are, are able to live well and eat good. Mm-hmm. Your grandkids living well and eat good. Now, here it is. You wouldn't be rich if it wasn't for my talent. Yeah. You robbing can, the man that you eating off of. Can you break it down like as far as from top to how the money? Just say you have. Okay, so okay, so I'll try to condense this, right? Right. Let's say you are an independent record label, mm-hmm. and you discover some talent, and that individual is really good at rapping, right? Mm-hmm. But you are a record label. But this other person is a record label on paper. And that person puts a spends, let's say, about two grand okay. on your talent to make you a demo or something. Okay. With three songs. Take those songs and take it to a, a big record label in Hollywood somewhere mm-hmm. and say in California somewhere and say, Hey, I got this talented artist. You guys should hear him. They hear him and say, Yes, we like him. We want to sign him. Mm-hmm. And you the, the the record company was just on paper mm-hmm. that only put up about two grand. Say no 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 no, he signed to me. Mm. Oh, they got it. We just need a distribution deal. Gotcha. And they say, okay, well here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you a million dollars to go and complete the project, the album. Right. Well, the artist who 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 you took up there uh, uh, to get this million dollars. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that you got a million dollars. All he knows is that my record's fit to be all over the country. Yeah, he wasn't at the meeting. He, he wasn't at, at the, the meeting. meeting. Yeah. So now you take a hundred thousand mm-hmm. of this million, and you and you get a record label, a, a, a nice little warehouse, and put uh-huh. some stuff up in there. Uh-huh. Cost you about a hundred thousand, and then you give that rapper about fifty thousand to yeah. put in his pocket. Yeah. Say, man, we got us a deal. Uh huh. You give him about fifty thousand. Well, that's still what over uh, uh, eight hundred thousand, nine thousand. Yeah. That, that's that's not accounted for. That this rapper don't even know about. Yeah. But you got the deal based upon his talent. Oh, that is. Now bad. moving forward, this rapper also signed a crazy ass contract, and in that contract, he didn't know nothing about publishing. Yeah. He didn't know nothing about mechanical royalties. Oh, he saw. He didn't know nothing about none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now here it is. 
X amount of years later, and he hears one of his old rap songs on television. Wow. Well, all this publishing and mechanical royalties and all that stuff is going to the record label. Ooh, to the guy that signed. That, that signed him. And that person is rich now. Yeah. And so, so I think that that's cutthroat because the 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 the, the actual label they knew. Dang. And now here's the thing: it's probably been going on in Hollywood mm. amongst the white folks <laughs> for years, for, for years. years. But them white folks, yeah. Now nah, you supposed to be my brother. True. Mm. We you supposed to be my brother. Yeah. And you gave me this cutthroat contract. Now I know I probably wasn't educated like you are to know about these. Uh, 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 publishing and, and royalties, mm-hmm. but you're supposed to be my brother, yeah. And you mess me around, so that's what I'd be cutthroat black folk. That's man, definitely cutthroat. Lie, that's cutthroat, man. A million to my 50, yeah. And, and you know what's so crazy? It makes me think, just say, look, somebody growing up in the hood, you know, they ain't never had uh, $200. <clears throat> that's why, it's and easy you to weigh 50,000 in their face, uh-huh. and here go, here go something else, man. Here goes something else. Like and, and you would probably con- uh, speak to this comedian ninety six. Uh-huh. I hear a lot of these comedians, these headline comedians. Mm-hmm. I've heard instances where they'll get a local comedian to open up for them, mm-hmm. and they'll lowball them and pay them crumbs. <laughs> yeah, and they'll tell them, for the most part, for lack of better words, mm-hmm. it's an honor for you to open up for me. You should be privileged. You got to pay your dues. Yeah, but you didn't lowball this man and gave him a hundred dollars. Yep, yep, yep. And that. just because you are a huge comedian, and you gave him a hundred dollars and tell him to do, I need you to do five minutes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you, at, then they come back and back door and say, who wouldn't want to make a hundred dollars for five minutes worth of work? Yeah, yeah, true. That is true. And and I feel bad because it really, it, I, I I think a lot of females get lowball in the in the comedy industry. I really they really get lowballed and. and those girls be good. But I know of one incident also. Uh, a well-known comedian, you all know, on shows that we watched, all of us watched, um, had a, a, he had a uh, show here in Houston. And it was a comedian that I, an uh, unknown comedian, um, you know, local talent. And she, uh, that person called another person and said hey i got a show already but this well-known guy wants me to open up for him trying to you know see if that person with that other comedian would help them out um they allegedly did what steve harvey did i mean and and called because she was like i already got two shows so you know she was thinking that other comedian was their friend and that person really just picked up the phone called that well-known comedian say hey they won't be able to do it. You think I can do it? I can. I can open up. Oh, for so you. she backed up. She backed up. Yeah. So that's 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 low. To me, that's low. Yeah. Uh, that is cutthroat to me because you, she could have forewarned her and asked to do. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Can can I call since you you already got a show? Yeah. Can, can I can I call? Cool. Black and then cutthroat. You know, yeah. But you 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 hang up. All right, girl. I got I gotta go take care of something. You let me and, ask you this: Do y'all think that cutthroat people they can actually uh, 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 recognize their prey after being around them for about a week or two? They can recognize, oh, this person is easy to get over on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, they can think that. 
right? They can think that. And, yeah, I, I'm not take that back. Yeah, they I, can. I think it's easy to identify, yeah. you know, when you can get – I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say 100% of the time you're going to be right, but nine times there out of ten, you could tell somebody that's mm-hmm. easy to get over. So do you think a cutthroat person, like, they're, they're wired – they're not wired to just go in intentionally and say, okay, well, I just want to see who I can get over on. It's mm-hmm. just that because that's their mentality, they go in and then once they've been around a person for so long or a week or two and be like, oh, I can get that person. Yeah, I'll be, I be watching 60 Days In. I don't think it's no different. They, they always home in on the weak one, right? I think even on the outside world, they think they can get over somebody. They gonna get over. So so so. Do you think that cutthroat people are kind of bullies? You think they could be bully? Yeah. Opportunist. More opportunities. I ain't gonna say bull bullies. Opportunists, because you can't bully everybody, especially not every black person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I'll say opportunists. They and they just do anything to get wherever they. They'll do anything to get to where they want to go, even if it means stepping on your neck mm. or whatever. So that's what I think. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, and I think that if you're a cutthroat person, you'll cheat on the small things, mm-hmm. like 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 super small things. Well, your everything Why? is to win wherever it's at, no matter uh, what yeah, the situation is. Yeah. yeah. So, true story. I'm not saying no names, mm-hmm. but true story. I know of someone that was in a situation, mm-hmm. and they trusted somebody. To uh, 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 pawn some things for them because they needed some money. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they trusted that individual is because they didn't know anything about pawn shops mm-hmm. or nothing. So they said, okay, hey, can you pawn these things and take the money to this individual over here who I'm looking out for? So that person went and pawned the stuff, but the money never made it over there. That's cutthroat. That's cutthroat. And here's the thing. That person was like a dear, 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 dear uh, a friend of that individual. Like they've been knowing each other for years. Right. For years. Now, do you... Is there any kind of way you can give that individual a benefit of the doubt? No. No. Not at all. No. There's no way possible. You know? Because the it, it was supposed to be understood. These were the instructions. Yeah, that's still, in, you know. You stole it. You lie, you steal. Yeah. At first, for one, you used me because you knew I didn't know how to do it. And then... I allowed you to use me. Mm-hmm. So I'm wrong too in this whole situation because I shouldn't, even though I trusted you and you was the cutthroat, that was my fault for even trusting you. Now, well, that's my mentality. You know, I'll try to do it myself if, if especially on the situation. I wouldn't put you in a situation where you could take no money from me. I'm just different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, now, before I segue into uh, my black fat, let me say this, right? If you are a cutthroat person, you don't respect the person that you're messing over. At all. With that said, there's two things I want to say. You don't have to respect me, just don't disrespect me. 
You can use me. Just don't misuse me. Now, for our black fact, you can't take back. Today is going to be a little different. I'm going to share a story with you guys. And this story is about one black person using another black person to help a black person. So, actress Felicia Rashad best known as Claire Huxtable from The Cosby Show. She was teaching at Howard University when one of her students was accepted in the British American Drama Academy, their summer program. Now, the program was too expensive for the student to afford it, so that student couldn't afford it. So Felicia Richard called up one of her friends and told her friend, about the student. Her friend was like, I got it. Her friend paid the full tuition of that student to attend that program. That student was the late Chadwick Bowman, and that friend was Denzel Washington. So, with that being said, that's excellence. And everybody can learn from that. This concludes another dope episode of Black Pride. Tune in tomorrow for Music Monday. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 52 Scott Podcast. On Instagram and Facebook, the 52 Scott Podcast. And follow my YouTube. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. And remember, the only way we grow is if you let them know.